0: We exalt your God. Touch us, Lord. Touch, touch us. A fresh anointing. Pray for a fresh touch. Pray for a fresh touch. A fresh touch of the Spirit. A fresh touch. You need a fresh touch from the Lord. Oh, lift up your voice and pray. Pray for a fresh touch. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Touch me, Lord. Touch me, Lord. Touch me with your hand. Touch me with your hand, Jesus. I don't want to go the same way I came. Touch me, O Lord. Touch me, O Lord. Pray and tell the Lord that, Lord, touch me. I don't want to go the same way I came. Touch me, Lord. Touch me, Lord. Touch me, Lord. Touch me O God. O Sunday bahaya. Touch me, O God. Jesus, Jesus. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank song you song you, Jesus. Your your I want us to sing a song. Touch me with your hand Touch me, Jesus. Jesus, touch me with your hand. Lift up your voice and sing to the Lord.
1: Jesus,
0: touch me with your hand. Jesus. the same way i came in.
1: the same way i came lift up came. your voice and sing let this
0: be your prayer
1: touch me with your hand the lord i don't want
0: to go the same way i came
1: jesus touch. i don't want to go the same way i came touch me with your hand
0: thank you jesus touch us lord T. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be in your presence, for the opportunity to receive from you. Touch us, O God. Let the heavens open over us. Let your spirit descend mightily and strong upon us. And do great and glorious things in our lives. In Jesus' name have we prayed, and all the saints shall say amen. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering as you take your seats. (laughs) Hallelujah. That's the the person next to you. Tell the person I'm excited to be in the house of the Lord. Tell another person I'm happy to be in the house of the Lord. Tell someone you're looking wonderful and you're looking glorious. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, I want to thank the Lord so much. Maybe our two sisters, please you can come and sit in the middle over here for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord another mighty clap offering. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made and we rejoice and we are exceedingly glad in it. I want to thank God for those that are connected online. We are also streaming live. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And we believe that the same grace that is here is also touching the people there in the mighty name of Jesus. Today God is going to speak to you. God is going to minister to you. And I want you to open up your heart, to receive from the Lord. The Bible, you know, I thank God so much for the testimonies that came last week. Those that came, they came forward with a prayer request. And God answered them, wow. Somebody say wow. Wow. Somebody came forward to stand in for uh, another person to get a job. And the same week, the person got a job. Give the Lord a mighty clap, friend. May you also get your miracle in Jesus' name. May you also have your testimony in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to you that next week you also come and give your testimony. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. When we enter into the word of the Lord, we've been learning this month, we've been looking at a theme for the month is, I love the Lord, therefore I feed his sheep. I love the Lord, therefore I feed his sheep. The Bible tells us that when Jesus resurrected and he was with the disciples, he met, he met Peter and he asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, I love you. And then Jesus said to Peter, if you love me, you'll feed my sheep. Amen. Amen. And this question, Jesus asked Peter three times. Three times Jesus asked Peter. What does it tell us? It tells us that if we say we love the Lord, then we would feed his sheep. Who are his sheep? His sheep are the people of God. His sheep are the saints. Amen. Amen. And so if you really love the Lord, the proof of your love for the Lord is by you working for God, by you reaching out to souls, by you shepherding people, by you reaching out to somebody and encouraging the person with the word of God, by you praying for somebody. When Jesus sees you doing that, then Jesus knows that you love him. How many of you love the Lord? Wow. How many of you are feeding God's sheep? (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, Lord give, Lord, give me grace to feed your sheep. Lord, give me grace to work for you. Lord, work for you. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's turn about the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1. Can you project it for us? Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1. Okay. And if you can give me New Living Translation. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 1. The Bible says that or do you have it on this machine? Yes, yes. Alright. The Bible says that, let me start reading. says that don't, don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Somebody say, hey! Yes. <laughs> yes. How many of us here are young people? No, young. Wow. And he's saying that how many of you are above 35? Oh, none of you are above 35. Wow, hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. That means I'm older than all of you. <laughs> now it says that don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say, life is not pleasant anymore. Hey. Hmm. It says, remember, there's to remember him before the light of the sun, moon and stars is dim to your old eyes and rain clouds continually darken your sky. Remember him before your legs, the guards of your house start to tremble. And before your shoulders, the strong men stoop. Remember him before your teeth, your few remaining servants stop grinding. And before your eyes, the women looking through the windows see dimly. How many of you love this scripture? It's a powerful scripture. Let's go back to verse one. Verse one is saying that, don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. This is the word of the Lord to each and every one of us over here. That as young people, the Bible is saying that we should not let the excitement of our youthfulness cause us to forget our creator. Because you see, the characteristics of young people, young people have a lot of energy, isn't it? Young people have a lot of vim. Young people have a lot of passion. Young people have a lot of enthusiasm. So because young people have... Oh, am, am I preaching to young people in the heart? because young people have a lot of passion and enthusiasm they want to explore life (laughs) they want to taste life they want to enjoy life and so the bible is saying that that excitement of youth don't let that excitement cause you to forget your creator and he's saying that honor your creator in your youth before you grow old because all of us here that we are young people. We are going to grow old. How many of you, isn't it? You are going to grow old. But he's saying that what? Honor the Lord in your youth before you grow old. Don't let the excitement of you cause you to forget your creator. How is it like when people go to secondary school? When people, leave, when people go to secondary school, particularly burden, and they left their parents, and they are no longer under the charge of their parents, they feel that they have freedom. And so they want to explore and enjoy their youth. Isn't it? So some people, they get exposed to smoking when they go to secondary school. Some people begin to chase girls when they go to secondary school. And some people also begin to chase boys when they go to secondary school. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Some people begin to do a lot of bad things. When they go to secondary school or when they get to that age and that is because they want to they want to enjoy the excitement of youth they want to enjoy their youthfulness but look at what the Bible is saying the Bible said that don't let the excitement of your youth cause you to forget your Creator and that's a word I'm bringing to you today that don't let the excitement of your youth cause you to forget your Creator amen exactly. what it means that now that we are young now that we are strong now that we are energetic, now that we have a lot of passion, now that we have a lot of desires, what we must do is that we must seek the Lord. We must pursue after God. We must chase after God. We must run after God. Hallelujah. This is the time that you must be able to fast. (laughs) This is the time that you must be able to pray for two hours, pray for three hours, pray for four hours. This is the time that you must be able to read your Bible. This is a time that you must be able to get to know God very well. When I went to secondary school, it was in, I had given my life to Christ before I went to secondary school, but it was in secondary school that I really encountered the Lord. And in, when I was in secondary school, I got a book by the man of God, Kenneth E. Hagan. How many of you know Kenneth Hagan? Yeah. Wow. I got a book by the man of God, and the title of the book is The Believer's Authority. And I read that book, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth Hagan. And I came across, you know, but before I'd read that book, The Believer's Authority by Kenneth Hagan, I, I first read Kenneth Hagan's book, Understanding the Anointing. And I read the, that book by Kenneth Hagan, The Art of Prayer. And then I went to the book, The Believer's Authority. When I read the book by Kenneth Hagan, Understanding the Anointing, I was so, I was so, so enthused. And the things i read in that book i saw how kenneth hagan spoke about anointing he spoke about how there was a day he was ministering he was preaching and the glory of god came upon him when the glory of god came upon him his face began to shine like an angel the people that were sitting in the church, you all saw his face shining like an angel and i said wow i want such a thing amen and then I read also in the book how he, he said that, you know, he, he went to a, so he spoke about a certain man of God and that man of God, he had an unusual anointed to, to grow legs. So if somebody's leg had been amputated, how many have seen somebody whose leg has been cut off? You know what this man of God would do? He's so anointed that when he sees somebody whose leg has been cut off or his hand has been cut off, he'll pray for the person and then the day, the leg will grow out. Some of you don't understand what I'm saying. Just imagine that somebody's leg has been cut off like this. And then a man of God is praying for the person. So the leg is like this. And then as he's praying, the leg is growing. It's it's coming out. In front of you. It's coming out, coming out, coming out. And then the leg, the feet will come out. What an anointing. Someone say, what an anointing. Hmm. Amen. He spoke about different Anointing, strange kind of anointing. So when I read that book, Understanding the Anointing by the Man of God, Kenneth Hagan is in heaven. I, I salute you, sir. You know, I was I was so set up, and then got book, authority. <laughs> and in that book, he said something. He said that that and I, I, like I'm telling you, I was reading the book when I was in secondary school, uh, SS two. He said that. This is what Kenneth Hagin said. He said the turning point in his life began when he had read the Ephesian prayers more than a thousand times. In the book of Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3, there's a prayer that Apostle Paul prayed for the believers. So I said to myself that if Kenneth Hagan says that the turning point in his life began when he had prayed those prayers so many times, I said to myself that then, I want to also experience a certain turning point. I want to have a turning point in my life, in my walk with God. So I decided to pray those prayers. So I set myself, I went to the book of Ephesians in the Bible, Ephesians 1, Ephesians 3. I read it. I memorized those scriptures, Ephesians the 1, Ephesians 1, Ephesians 3. I began to pray them. I began to pray them. I began to pray them. And can I tell you something? As I continued praying them, one day in secondary school, SS2, I encountered the Lord Jesus Christ. i give the Lord a clap. I, I literally encountered the glory of God. I was, I was reading the book of Exodus. Where Moses went to the mountaintop. And Moses was up in the glory. And he encountered the glory of God. And as I was reading it. I, the glory of God descended. I began to shake. And I began to weep. I began to sob. I encountered the glory. And from that time, life has not been the same. Wow. Give the Lord a clap, my friend. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. You, in your youth, you must remember God. In your youth, you must decide to serve God. In your youth, you must decide to pray. In your youth, in this your age, you must decide to seek God. Get to know God for yourself at this time. Amen. And when you get to know God for yourself at this time, you realize that all through your years you live a victorious life. Don't allow the excitement of youth, like the Bible says, to cause you to forget your creator. Don't feel like, oh, you you are strong, you have energy, you have a lot of years, you have a lot of life ahead of you. No. This is the best time. Make good use of your life this is the best time to seek god this is the best time to know god how many of you are ready to seek god may you know god in Jesus. Amen. may you seek the lord in the name of jesus hallelujah i want to show us a biblical character a young man in the bible that decided to seek god and how blessed he was that he sought God in his youthful days. And I want us to learn some lessons from him. I believe that it would help us so that we can also seek God. His name is Daniel. His name is Daniel. And we want to look at Daniel chapter 9, verse 3. I want to show you something about Daniel. Someone say Daniel. Daniel. Say, Lord teach, Daniel. Lord, teach me about Daniel. Lord, may I be like Daniel? Lord, may I be like Daniel. Amen. Daniel 9 verse 23 verse verse 23 Daniel 9 verse 23 the Bible says that the moment you began praying this an angel had appeared to Daniel and look at what the angel said the angel said the moment you began praying a command was given and now I am here to tell you what it was for you are very precious to God listen carefully so that you can understand the meaning of your vision look at it the bible is saying that an angel appeared to daniel. The angel, told daniel the angel told daniel that daniel when you began praying a command was given and me the angel appeared to tell you what it was for you are very precious to god you know what i like the bible is saying that the angel told daniel that daniel you are very precious to god you no know that, that was not said. that was that was given to the angel to bring to daniel but it's like the angel just told daniel about it we know that the angels are before god so it means that when when god is talking god is always talking about that god was like wow this is my son daniel on the earth i love him so much i love the way he worships me i love the way he serves me i love the way he loves me he's so precious to me so the angels were always hearing daniel always hearing god talking about daniel and they realized that ah this daniel to god so when the angel came to daniel the angel was not supposed to come and tell daniel that daniel you are precious to god because look at what he says think carefully so that you can understand the meaning of your. the angel was sent to bring daniel understanding to the vision but the angel told daniel what god thinks about him the angel told daniel what they used to discuss about him in heaven that daniel you are very precious to god (laughs) you know it's just like maybe those of you who are working you know sometimes your bosses can discuss things about you isn't it and when they discuss things about you it doesn't mean that one of them should come and say it but sometimes one of them can come and say that oh you the boss likes you very much oh, it, you know or sometimes it can even be teachers even if you are a student sometimes the teachers can have a student that they like and they, they when they go to the staff common room they can they, don't teachers do that when they go to staff common room, they discuss students so when the teacher, all the teachers, they have a mindset about every student too, but they don't say it. It's in their mind, and they discuss it in the staff room. So sometimes, if you are lucky, it can leak, and you get to know that hey, you can get to know that this student the teachers have made him, or this student the teachers like came. It was the same with Daniel. Daniel was precious to God. I want to ask you a question. <laughs> what is your record in heaven Jesus. what is your report in heaven angel comes to you right now what do the angels say about you <laughs> amen? amen hallelujah the will the angel say that oh that every day 4am you wake up to pray and worship god Would the angels say that? Oh, you come to church on time. Would the angels say that? Oh, you read your Bible. Do you know the angels, they see everything? What do the angels say about you? As a person, what do the angels say about you? What do the angels say about about your prayer life? Hallelujah. May we change in Jesus' name. Say, God, help me to worship you. Help me to serve you. Help me to pursue after you. Hallelujah. So the the angel said that Daniel you are very precious to God. Let's look at Daniel 10 verse 11. Daniel chapter 10 verse 11. There's another angel that appeared to Daniel. And look at what the angel said. And the man said to me. The man was an angel. The man said to me. Daniel. are very precious to god so listen carefully to what i have to say to you stand up for i have been sent to you when he said this to me i stood up still trembling now the second time and that daniel is very precious to god Uh, daniel is very precious to god now let's look at verse 19 daniel 10 verse 19 look at it daniel 10 verse 19 Don't be afraid, he said, for you are very precious to God. Peace, be encouraged, be strong. As he spoke these words to me, I suddenly felt stronger and said to him, please speak to me, my Lord, for you have strengthened me. Amen. Amen. So he said, don't be afraid, he said, for you are very precious to God. Listen, three times there's a testimony that Daniel is very precious to God. And the Bible tells us that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established that means that three times it is true that Daniel is very precious to God are you precious to God yeah. <laughs> what is your report in heaven when heaven's staff common room meets and they are, dis- they are discussing all God's children on the earth and your name comes up what do they say about you <laughs> hallelujah but today may you receive grace in jesus name today may the grace of god help you to love god may the grace of god help you to pursue god may the grace of god help you not to forget your creator in the days of your youth in the name of jesus amen so we've seen that number one daniel was very precious to god daniel was very precious to god let's go to daniel 1 verse 7 chapter 1 verse 7 the bible says that all right let's go to verse 8 the bible says in daniel 1 verse 8 but daniel was determined not to defile himself by and wine given to them by the king ask the chief of staff permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord. Let me read it again. He says that, but Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to them by the king. He asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. You know, Daniel found this in Babylon and Daniel had, uh, the king wanted them to be eating his food and that would have caused Daniel to be defiled. But the Bible says that, Daniel determined not to defile himself with the with the king's meat and with the wine and by so doing Daniel lived a pure life one of the one of the things we have to do that will be precious to God is that we must decide to live a pure life we must not compromise amen, amen. what are in this in our generation what does it mean to to defile yourself with the king's meat in the case of Daniel. What it means is that it means to do the things of the world. If you do the things that the people of this world do, you are defiling yourself. What are the things that the people of this world do? The people of this world like to, like to do what? They like to drink. They like to smoke. They like to sleep around. They like to have, when I say sleep around, they like to have sex. <laughs> Somebody say, help me, Jesus. Somebody say, help me, Lord. They like to have sex. Sex outside marriage. (laughs) Hallelujah. They love to party. They love to twerk. Can I preach it? Yeah. That's what they like to do. But... The Bible is telling us that if we want to come to that place where we are precious to God, we must not defile ourselves. Say, I will not defile myself. Say, I choose to be holy. I choose to live a pure life. Say, I choose to be precious to God. I'll give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. May the Lord help you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Daniel 1 verse 3. Daniel 1 verse 3 to, let me read from verse 3. It says that then the I can ordered this still about Daniel. Then the, so we've learned that number one, Daniel was very precious to God. So we have to do things that would make us precious to God. Amen. Amen. And we've learned that number two, Daniel decided not to defile himself. So we must make sure that as we go about our lives, particularly in our youthful days, our youthful years, we must not defile ourselves. Amen. Now the third one. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, his chief of staff, to bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family and other noble families who had been brought to Babylon as captives. Verse 4. Select only strong, healthy, and good-looking young men, he said. Make sure they are well-versed in every branch of learning, are gifted with knowledge and good judgment, and are suited to serve in the royal palace. Train these young men in the language and literature of Babylon. Amen. Now, when... Jerusalem was captured a lot of the kings the royal people, the king's sons and people of the royal family were and Nebuchadnezzar decided to choose some of the people of the royal family and the people that were chosen to serve in Nebuchadnezzar's palace Daniel was one of them and those people were eunuchs <laughs> they were made eunuchs is a eunuch? A eunuch is in those days, if somebody is to serve in the king's palace, usually the person is made a eunuch. In other words, the person castrated. The person is castrated. The person is made a eunuch. So that it's done so that the person will decide to focus on serving the king and not think about having a family. (laughs) You understand? So the eunuchs, the men, the eunuchs their, their, their manhood was cut off. Hey. They enjoyed the pleasure of sex. They couldn't make a family. That is what is a eunuch. A eunuch is somebody who has been castrated so that the person will serve in the king's palace, and and the person will be focused in serving the king's palace. The person will not think of marrying and having children and having his family, but the person will just serve the king. Those are eunuchs would you like to be eunuchs yeah. amen yeah. amen. now this is what I want to the scripture we've seen that Daniel was somebody who loved God and Daniel was somebody who saved God and later on we'll see how Daniel was a man of prayer but in this scripture in these accounts we are seeing that Daniel was a eunuch. Daniel was castrated. Do you think that Daniel was happy that he was castrated? Do you think that Daniel would not want to, or he didn't also want to have a family? Do you think that Daniel also he didn't want to marry and have children? Do you think that Daniel he didn't want Daniel he didn't want to to enjoy sex? <laughs> what do you think? Have a- yeah, you don't want to enjoy sex. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to enjoy sex, isn't it? I like that. It's very true. Some are quiet, but it is true. <laughs> but Daniel was castrated. What do I want to teach you from this? Daniel had a limitation. Daniel had a limitation. Amen. Are you with me? Daniel had a limitation. It was a big limitation. The limitation was that he had been castrated. But can I tell you something? Even though Daniel had a limitation, he didn't prevent it. That limitation. He didn't allow that limitation to prevent him from serving God. Daniel didn't didn't allow that limitation to prevent him from serving God and this is the point I want to give you that would make you be precious in the eyes of God that all of us in this life we may have one form of limitation or the other we may have a certain setback or the other isn't it but irrespective of your setback irrespective of your limitation irrespective of whatever is going on in your life I want to encourage you that you should still serve God Oh, give the Lord a clap of faith. I want to, irrespective of the limitation, I want to encourage you, still serve God, still worship God. Amen. Some people, you know, in Daniel's case, his limitation was that he had been what? He had been castrated. When they they, they brought him, they asked him to remove his trousers. (laughs) Bring out his pennies. And and you know, in those those days, they don't do anesthesia and all those things. Mm -hmm. and those days, they don't use nice instruments and all. A a sharp sword. (laughs) Bring it out. Then he he put it on a stone. Then they bring out the knife. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that
0: was the limitation of Daniel but Daniel still said brothers and sisters you may have a certain limitation for some people their limitation may be financial maybe work is business not going the way they expect it maybe they find themselves in debt maybe they need money the money is not coming I want to ask you a question with that financial limitation are you still serving God? You should still be able to serve God without financial limitation. Some people, maybe it may be a physical limitation. Maybe they have a certain sickness. Maybe they they have a certain disease. There's something wrong in their body. But let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. Irrespective of that limitation, that physical limitation, that sickness, you should still serve God. You should still pray to God. You should still worship God. You should still honor God. Some people their limitation may be in the area of relationship maybe they feel like it's you know they have to get married it's taking a long time for them to get married nobody's coming maybe maybe if it's a lady the lady what is coming to propose to her or a lot of the guys that come and they propose and they break her heart. Maybe it's a guy that oh the guy a so lot of people but all the ladies are bouncing him oh. And so they'll begin to wonder that uh, some people, when that happens, they'll begin to complain to God. They'll begin to murmur at God. There are some people when, when they experience some kind of limitation in life then they get angry with God. How many of you have got oh.
1: <laughs>
0: some people get angry with God because God has not done something for them. Uh, brothers and sisters, Daniel was not angry with God. What you are going through in castration, which one is more serious? <laughs> let me ask that question again what you are going through right now and to be castrated which one do you prefer but daniel he still worshiped god so if daniel was able to worship god and serve god irrespective of the fact that he was castrated then you too should be able to work and serve god amen some people maybe there are limitations in their academics, and they feel like they have failed their courses. They feel like they've not had, they couldn't continue their education. They feel like there was nobody to support their academics, finish their course, to finish secondary school, to, to finish jhs to finish university, and so they are angry with God. But brothers and sisters, that limitation should not make you angry with God. A limitation. Should not say make you say that you not serve God. That limitation should not make you say that oh you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are church. coming to church again. Born with God. No. Amen. Daniel was worshipping God, irrespective of the limitation. I know that it is difficult, but may you receive grace in Jesus' name. May you receive grace to worship God irrespective of the limitation irrespective of the difficulties and the challenges and the storms may God help you and can I tell you something when you hear testimonies when people are giving testimonies that's why we encourage people to give testimonies because testimonies you know encourage us encourage other people when you hear people giving testimonies and you see God working in the lives of other people I want you to know that it's a sign that God is about to touch you also that god is about to visit you also amen. hallelujah amen <laughs> say god is visiting me in jesus name so the lady that came to give the testimony that she stood in for a friend and the friend has gotten the job and not just a job but a friend has made a supervisor at after she came and she presented her request to god believe god that today as you also present your request to god god will answer in the name of jesus that sister also gave the testimony of how you know her phone. Somebody wanted to do her four one nine. She wanted to buy a phone from somebody. A person wanted to do her four one nine. In this in this economy, Her old familiar friend. Hey, and she prayed about. She came forward to receive prayer, and God turned around the situation. May God turn around your situation in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So when you hear God doing these things for people, I want you to know that your miracle is also coming. Say, my miracle is also coming. Hallelujah. Our brother also gave the testimony of how he began to feel serious pains in the stomach. And it looked like it was a spiritual attack. And by God's grace, God has touched him and healed him. Believe God that any limitation in your life will be lifted in the name of jesus how many of you here you want god to lift limitations away from you god is going to do it in the name of jesus god is going to, god is going to deliver you from the limitations in jesus mighty name amen give the lord a mighty clap offering. friend may you be like daniel in jesus name may you be the beloved of god in jesus name May you be precious to God in Jesus' name. May you not defile yourself in the name of Jesus. May you serve God irrespective of the limitations in your life. In the name of Jesus. Let's look at another thing about Daniel. Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Daniel 6 verse 10. The Bible says that in Daniel 6 verse 10, um, that's a lot of people... Daniel was working with the king and many of the king's officials didn't like Daniel. So they went to convince the king that the king should pass a decree that for the next 30 days, nobody should worship any God but but his God. And the king also passed a decree. And they did that because they knew that the way they can catch Daniel is in his prayer life. The way they can catch Daniel is in his prayer life. So Daniel was a man of prayer. Wow. Wow you know do you know what the bible is the bible tells us that the people said that they tried everything to catch daniel everything to to um, find a fault with daniel but they couldn't find a fault to him the the only way they can find a fault to daniel is in his prayer life do do you know how they try to uh, uh, get fault with daniel they tried different things you know daniel was a, a king's official so they tried to bring some money they tried to bring somebody to bribe daniel to see whether daniel will collect the bribe then as they were they were bribing daniel the person brought the money to bribe daniel there's a camera videoing so that when daniel takes the money they'll go and show it that ah daniel took the bribe but when they did it daniel said no he's not interested in the bribe. in the bribe hmm. another way they tried to catch daniel They brought a beautiful lady to Daniel. (laughs) They brought a sexy, voluptuous lady to Daniel. A lady who knew how to dance and shake herself. Uh, You know, you've watched some of these Indian movies. uh, The way they know how to dance. And these uh, Persian movies. Because... Daniel was in Persia. You know, those Persians, the women knew how to dance and shake their... You've, you've watched some movies like that. You see how they dance, they dress themselves, shake their waist like that. They, they brought women like Daniel to entice and seduce Daniel. Hey, hey. Brother Danny. But Daniel said, no, he's not interested. Daniel was not moved by the, 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 the sexiness of the ladies. <laughs> so, that one too, they didn't catch Daniel. They did so many things to cause Daniel to, to make a mistake. So that they can just see that, ah, Daniel has made a mistake. But all those things, it didn't work. Then eventually they said that, let us try Daniel in his prayer life. Hmm. Let me ask you a question if it were you which one <laughs> which one some people may fall to money some people may fall to women some people may fall to men some people may fall to, may fall to um, for promotion but Daniel he didn't fall to any of these things Daniel 6 verse 10 the Bible says that, but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and knelt down. Look at it. He knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its windows open toward Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Hallelujah. Wow. Daniel, when they, they, they brought him, nobody should worship any other God. Daniel was not moved Daniel said that he was still worship as God so Daniel I like, I like what he said that the moment Daniel learned about the law he went up to pray you know a lot of people if they are now heard that a lot of people say, hey so should I still pray what should I do now what should they be thinking that hey that means that we can't pray now that means that we should stop praying should we go and hide and pray Daniel didn't do all those things the moment he learned he went as usual upstairs and he opened his windows that everybody will see him pray and he knelt down and look at what he said he he was just as he had always done he prayed three times a day just as he had always done giving thanks to his god how many times do you pray a day how many times do you worship god a day and are you able to worship God when you wake up in the morning is, is God the first thing that you do are you able to set aside 30 minutes you know it's just able to get time to do a lot of things than to worship God people are able to get time to eat people are able to get time to watch movies people are able to get time to go on social media People are able to go on TikTok. People are able to go on Instagram. They are able, people are able to get time to go on IG and watch people's weddings that they don't even know. Engagement. People's engagement and weddings. Uh, who is the latest guy that got married? Uh, what's his name? Jones. They are able to watch all the, the, reels, the reels of Jones. What was it? What was it? Born. I think it was, it was Jones, Jones Jones born 2022. You have watched all the reels of Jones born 2022. <laughs> you have watched all the reels but you have not read one chapter of your Bible. You have not read one chapter of your Bible. But Daniel pray three times a day may god help us in jesus name amen. i of you love the that message amen. that's why i'm sharing the message because god is calling us to worship him amen god god we have to come to that place where god will say that we are precious you know god when god is there with the angels you know he told he called angel hey, angel, gabriel, angel gabriel come 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 then angel gabriel will come yeah Yes, my Lord, Gabriel, I, I have a certain I have a certain daughter on the earth. Man, I, I just love that daughter. She's she's always worshiping me early in the morning. By four thirty, she's up. She's worshiping me. I, I hear her I hear her worship every day at four thirty. Every day at four thirty a.m., her her worship comes to me at as incense. Amen. Amen. Then Papa God will call Angel Michael. Angel Mike, Angel Michael come, 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 come. Angel Michael will come. Yes, my Master. I have a certain daughter. Every day I want her to pray she's on IG. Hey. Even at 12 midnight, she's on IG, she's on Facebook. What, what should we do to her?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: then J. Michael said, "God, let's let her screen crack. And then when the screen cracked when the screen cracked, no, then is of her to worship God that time that the screen no, she went to change the screen and get another one back to social media. Amen. 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 Mercy, Lord. Mercy Lord. May may you have a good report in heaven. Amen. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a clap of faith. I'm everyone to be like Daniel. Be like Daniel in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now I want to show the last point about Daniel. The last point about Daniel. Daniel 2 verse 48. Daniel 2 verse 48. The Bible says that then the king appointed daniel to a high position and gave him many valuable gifts he made daniel ruler over the whole province of babylon as well as chief over all his wise men wow listen the bible is saying that daniel became the prime minister of babylon but do you know something when daniel became the prime minister of babylon this is a lesson we have to learn from daniel Daniel was still worshipping God. Daniel was still serving God. Daniel was still praying. Daniel was still having angelic encounters. When you read it, time will feel us to go through the book of Daniel. But Daniel was still fasting. Even though he had been appointed to a high position. And he had been given many valuable gifts. And he was made ruler over the whole province of Babylon. As well as chief over all the king's wise men. Daniel was still serving God. There are a lot of people, small position they have, they don't have time for God again. Even the position grinds any big position, Bia. The money today are get is not any big money, Bia. Look at Daniel. Daniel said, you know at that time Babylon was the greatest empire of the world. So it's like let's say United States of America and Daniel had appointed the highest position and given valuable gifts. Some people, for iPhone, they got, they don't want to worship God again. For so iPhone, they have become proud. Isn't it? Once they get iPhone, they have, there are some people, once they get a nice dress now, they become proud. Some people, because they did well in school, they have become proud. Some people, because they are, they, 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 the beautiful lady has accepted their proposal, they have become proud. Some, because he has proposed to them, and has given them a car, they have become proud. They have become proud. And not only proud, they no longer want to come today. You know, example, when they, when they are promoted, they, they feel like they are above church. They feel, like they, or they feel like they don't need to come to church early. Or they don't need to come to church. They feel like they don't need to pray or worship not so with daniel daniel was appointed a high position in babylon even many valuable gifts daniel was made chief of the king's wise men and yet still like we read three times a day daniel would go and pray he went knee down open his windows towards jerusalem pray and worship god and give thanks to god can you do it daniel was serving god even though he was a great man even though he has been promoted there are some people the moment they become CEOs they will not come to church again be your story in Jesus may you not be like that in his name there are some people when they travel hey, when they travel to America or UK or Dubai and they come back or Germano and they come back, they, they think that they are now above church. They think that they are now above God. They think they have arrived. As a person, have you arrived? As another person, do you think you have arrived? As somebody, will you serve God when you have arrived? Will you come to church when you have arrived? Will you worship God when you have arrived? amen Daniel was worshipping God even though he had been promoted I want to encourage all of us that no matter where your level, no matter your position the fact that you have got a new car doesn't mean that you shouldn't come to church some people when they get a new car that's when they want to go for parties and special events and outings. Oh, you have to when you get a new car, you have to bring the car to. Amen. Amen. You have to bring the car to church. When your business is doing well, you have to come to church and bring your tithes and offerings to church to honor God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a clap offering. So today we have learned about Daniel. We have learned about Daniel and we've learned that Daniel was a man very precious to God. All the angels knew Daniel, that this man is very precious to God. We've also that Daniel did not defile himself. So we must work in, in, in integrity, in morality, in holiness, in righteousness. We've also learned that Daniel had a limitation. He was a eunuch. I may remember. He had a limitation. He was a union, but he did not allow his limitation to prevent him from serving God. Wow. We have also learned that Daniel was a man of prayer. Daniel was a man of prayer. We've also learned that Daniel, although he was promoted, he did not become proud. He still served God, even though he was promoted. I want us to be on our feet. I want you to talk to God yourself. You know your heart. You want to talk to God right now. Tell God. Tell God that Lord help me to be like Daniel. Say Father help me to be like Daniel. Wherever you are I want you to tap up your hands. Say after me. Say Father help me to be like Daniel. In the name of Jesus. Now lift up your voice and pray right now. Pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you have about Daniel to that the Lord would help you to be like Daniel. That God would help you to be like Daniel in the name of Jesus. Pray, pray to God, talk to God, talk to God, talk to God. Pray that you be precious to God in the name of Jesus.
1: Pray that you be precious. God. In
0: the
1: name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Let me hear you pray. Lift up your voice. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Oh, to you in the
0: name of Jesus. Lord. Oh,
1: Lord. Oh, Lord. You be, you, you be cleansed and empowered in the name of Jesus. Somebody lift up the water. In the name of Jesus, you to be like daniel in the name of Jesus, I oh Lord. oh lord. oh no oh Lord. I want
0: to pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. If you are here, you feel like you want to start afresh with God. You've you've heard the message about Daniel and you feel like the way you have lived your life is not like Daniel, and you want God to give you grace to live your life like Daniel, I want you to come forward. I want to pray for you. If you want to live your life like that, you want the grace of God to help you to live your life like Daniel, quickly, I just want you to come forward. I'm going to pray for you. going to pray for you in the name of Jesus. Yes. May God bless you. Anyone else, you want to live your life like that? In
1: the name of Jesus.
0: You want to live your life like
1: that?
0: God bless you for coming forward. Anyone else join them? This is between you and God. Life for you. This is a life that God wants one of us to live. A life that will be precious to God. A life that will not we're not to defile ourselves.
1: A life that will serve
0: God. Will be prayerful. In the name of Jesus. God bless you for coming. Come forward. You want to come forward. The grace to live a life like Daniel. Oh my God. My God. My God. Yes. Come forward right now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I'm calling one more time. You want to live a life, like Daniel? You want to be empowered that you be a man of prayer? You want to be empowered that no matter your life, you still serve God? I want you to come forward.
1: coming to stay to my
0: life those of you in front, I want you to lift up your hands to God tell God your heart's desire before I pray for you and with you tell God that I want to be like Daniel God I want to be precious to you empower me oh God, so that I will not defile myself Pray, talk to God. God is going to hear you. Oh Jesus, Shaka da brada basho taba. Kada bashan sata balaba. Labra asandini besho taba. Labra bang basandini besho taba.
1: Yes, yes. Touch this one. I pray for the spirit
0: of excellence upon you in Jesus' name. May you know God more. May you love God more. May you experience God more. May you serve God more in the name of Jesus. By virtue of this anointing in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for us
1: Touch him, O oh
0: God. Oh, touch him. Let him know you. Let him love you. Let him experience you. Let him be precious to you, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for your daughter. touch her, Lord, touch her, Lord, touch her, Lord. Let her know you, O God. Let her experience you, O God. Lord, may she have patience in the night. May, may you visit her, O God. Visit her, O God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your daughter, Lord. Oh Lord, as this anointing comes upon her. Lord I pray that do a new thing in her life do a great thing in her life set her apart for you oh God speak to her oh God in the visions of the night
1: in the name of Jesus
0: I pray for all of them oh God oh God may the angels of God visit you
1: oh, yourself, God
0: in the name of the teaching of life is taken away the In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus God has done it for you God has done it for you, it for you. you. Jesus you. Amen oh, oh
1: Lord We cannot do without you We cannot do Without you, we cannot do without you. We cannot do without you. Oh, Lord, we cannot do without you. We cannot do without you.
0: We cannot do. do oh Lord, oh I cannot, I
1: cannot do without you I cannot do without you I cannot do without you oh Lord I cannot do without you I cannot do Without you, I cannot do without
0: you, oh now I want to pray. We learned that Daniel had a limitation in his life, but he didn't allow the limitation to prevent him from worshipping God and serving God. I want to pray for anyone here. I want you to come forward. If, if there's a limitation in your life, and you feel like that limitation is... Causing you not to worship God. Causing you not to serve God. You feel like that limitation is making you maybe even angry with God. If you feel that there's a certain limitation in your life. I want you to come forward. I want to pray for you. I want you to come forward. I want to pray for you. If you feel that there's a certain limitation in your life, preventing you from serving God, preventing you from worshiping God. Preventing you even angry with God. I want to pray with you. God is going to help you. In the name of Jesus. If you want.
1: You
0: can come forward. So that I pray with
1: you. We do.
0: In the name of Jesus.
1: do. Oh
0: Lord.
1: Lift up your hands. you we cannot do without you we cannot do Lord without you oh lord. Ooh, ooh. we cannot lord. do lord without you we cannot do lord
0: without you we cannot do lord without you Father, your people. Any limitation that is on their lives, I declare removed in Jesus' name. I declare the hold of the enemy broken over their lives in Jesus' name. I pray that you visit each and every one of us in Jesus' name. Lord, let testimonies come away in the name of Jesus. Let us experience a fresh and a new touch in the name of Jesus. Let each and every one of us know you well, oh God. Let us experience you, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Do a new thing in our lives. In Jesus mighty name have we prayed. I pray that next week, everyone will come with a testimony. In Jesus name have we prayed. And all the saints shall give the Lord a mighty clap, offering. Oh friend. Oh, give the Lord a shout. Give the Lord a mighty, mighty shout. Hallelujah. I want to take your seats. Amen. God bless you so much. I believe that you have been blessed. And I want to encourage you. Continue to meditate on what you have learned today. As you go back, you go to your homes and all. On what you have learned. Hallelujah.